0: Everybody and welcome to the Entrepreneur Revealed station. I'm your host Ralph Nicosia. Thank you so much for carving out some time. Uh, it's really, it's really a, a nice feeling to have you guys here in our studio today. We are going to be having a, uh, a bit of a chit chat with a, with a friend of mine that I met just a few months ago. Yes. Uh, right after the right after the COVID lockdown in, in March. I decided to do three things. One is to put a a podcast together, a a blog together, and a website together. And this young man has helped me out with all three of them in a very timely fashion. I'm up and running in just a matter of weeks. And you know how I found him, ladies and gentlemen? I Googled him. I Googled him. So... uh, So, my friends i want you to meet my my newest friend and business partner ahmad rashad how are you my friend i am far from complaining thank you for that phenomenal intro absolutely really
1: good thank you thank you
0: you bet you bet man so you've got you've got a few to say that uh, ahmad has a few irons in the fire is an (laughs) understatement this guy is rocking and rolling with his dreams and what he's been uh, wanting to achieve in his life. And he's, he's done it. So we're going to find out from him today, uh, some perhaps some of the roadblocks that he's had, because you know, yes, in, in life and in business, if you're going to achieve anything, you're going to have some doors shut. You're going to have some roadblocks and it's the entrepreneur. It's the leader, uh, that rises above that. And, um, and takes care of business and just shuts those doors behind him and opens up some new ones. So Ahmad, let me, uh, let me just kind of, uh, ask you for our audience. Why don't you give us a bit of a background of, you know, what, where, where you came from, what your, I mean, your profession and and so forth and just spend a few minutes kind of setting the stage for us.
1: Yeah. Yeah, sure. And, and I I actually kind of want to go back a little bit further because then you can fully understand, um, uh, my passion for what i'm doing um you know I come from a, a military family my My father served twenty years in the United States Navy, so i've traveled all over the country, been overseas one, once once uh, so I do claim Bermuda as another home and um so but just that type of upbringing uh if you know anyone who's in the military, I think one out of three people in 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 the country knows someone in the military, you know so um, so you, you pretty much get an understanding of, you know, uh, of what that uh, entails with the structure and, 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 the, um, and the way that we um, honor uh, our service members and how we appreciate the country and the freedoms that we have. So um, with that type of upbringing, you know, um, it truly has inspired me to do exactly what my father told me to do. He says, whatever I want to do in life, uh, put your head down, stay focused and you can do it. Um, and he said, going to the military as a last case resort, he says, great to go into the military. He said, but if you can fulfill your dream, then go fulfill your dream. Um, and that's what he went to the military for, was for our freedoms. And I get to live that right before his eyes. And, uh, and I think I'm making him proud today. Um, so basically, um, what I did was instead of going into the military, even though I almost joined the Air Force once, <laughs> I ended up going to college and and I knew early on I wanted to be in the music industry. Um, My family, my friends, they knew music is my love and my passion and and I love movies and and anything in the entertainment industry. And I ended up going to college at Grambling State University and joined their legendary radio station uh, called 91.5 KGRM right off of of I-20 if you're in Louisiana, um, and and uh, it's just, I learned a lot there, Ralph. Uh, it was phenomenal teaching, um, a great experience, a uh, great cultural experience for me, and I was able to leave college and do something that is um, near impossible. I landed my first radio job in a major market here in Dallas, Texas, which is unheard of, Ralph, uh, typically someone in the entertainment industry, you know, you have to kind of crawl before you walk or you have to pay your dues before you go into a large market. So here in Dallas, it's, com- it's comparable to LA, New York, Chicago, Philadelphia, et cetera, San Francisco. Um, so I'm working with people who have, you know, grinded out for 20 years before they can even land a job in Dallas. And here I am fresh out of college, I'm 20 years old, I'm barely 21 years old, uh, and I'm working amongst um, these legendary veterans in the industry. So that's that's how it all got started, and that's how my passion is today. Um and just to make the, the long and short of it all, I, I ended up working in the industry uh, for over a decade, and I decided to get into the business side of things. I moved to Texas, and the one thing that you know about Texans. They love their business.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. It's all about having a business here in Texas. So the culture rubbed off on me, and I wanted to become an entrepreneur, and ended up uh, starting a radio station.
0: Wow! I mean, what a, what an opportunity! What a rare opportunity you had to yes. start your career off with those mentors and those coaches. Uh, was there one? Uh, was there one coach or one mentor uh, in particular that? kind of stays with you?
1: Well, actually I I look at everyone as a mentor and a coach, right? So everyone that I worked with, I, I asked questions I observed. Um, so one, one gentleman, his name is skip Cheatham. Uh, he gave me my first, um, opportunity to open up the microphone in Dallas. Uh, he was the program director of a station here called K one Oh four, which is a legendary station in the country. And, um, and I received a lot of experience also with talk radio. That's how I got started. Uh, another legendary station in, here in Dallas called KLIF. Anyone who is familiar with that radio station, it was on the AM. It's on the AM side. They were one of the early pioneers of top forty uh, uh, music. So when music was moving from talk news to music, KLIF was very instrumental in making that. Um, process happened and, and of course I'm there as a talk station and uh, work with some really great people um, such as uh, Jeff Hillary, uh, who was the program director at the time. Um, Dan H- and Carlo, um, who was really great. I, I enjoyed him. Um, uh, Steven Anderson, rest in peace to him. He was a really good guy who really helped me a lot. Um, Donovan Lewis. Um, He's the one who got me over on that side uh, into the talk radio. Um, If it wasn't for him, I wouldn't even have any experience (laughs) in radio. So Donovan Lewis is huge for for my career. So, yeah, so I still have some people and I'm almost ready to give some of them a phone call (laughs) for the next step in my life. Oh, and Mike Gallagher. I have to give props to Mike Gallagher. Have you ever heard of Mike Gallagher? Um, he's one of the most well-known national syndicated uh, talk show hosts um, he gave me an opportunity that is unlike anyone and allowing me to be one of his producers he even invited me to his house and inspired me in a whole new way so mike gallagher is also huge uh, in my uh, passion as well
0: well you know when a mentor invites you to their home that's that's really special
1: absolutely yes <laughs>
0: especially his home. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's yeah. happened to my wife and I too. That's so special. Uh, yes. Most people don't have that opportunity. No. So 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 now that you've uh you now you're now here it is July of uh 2020. Um the dead the dead of summer here in Texas and what are your what are your plans you're going to be doing this month? I hear something well, very exciting <laughs> yes, the
1: birds are talking <laughs> Somebody, something's <laughs> talking <laughs> yeah i've been I've been blessed uh, to grow my business, which I officially started my business in twenty eighteen and in about two years I've been able to grow an income and with advertisers and and helping people create podcasts and youtube videos, etc and now I'm able to create uh, my own, I can build my own studio. I purchased office space, uh, just this, well, earlier this year, and we're moving in this month, um, You know, depending on COVID, of course. Um, so, but the goal is to move in this month and we've already signed the paperwork. The ink is dry and right. we're building out a studio. So now we can start inviting podcasters, YouTubers, people who want to create webinars, or if you're in the music industry, or if you want to create a film, or, or if you're putting on a play, you can still use the studio for any of your audio, video, or film needs. So we're able to now expand our operations beyond radio and podcasting. So that's pretty exciting for us, right? Here.
0: Yes, it is, man. That, you know, And I, and I know, uh, you know I, I know, just by knowing you for four months, I know that you're going to do it in a big, big way. Uh, yes. you know, go do it big or go home. That saying as the saying goes. <laughs> exactly. But, uh, I know, I know that you've had some, some roadblocks and maybe some doors close on you that, that yes. you didn't anticipate. Why don't you talk about a couple of those that, that you can remember that just kind of threw a through a, a, a wrench in the wheel, so to speak. And then you had to regroup and move forward.
1: Yeah, I've had several. Uh, as every entrepreneur goes through the ups and downs, I remember seeing a graphic that was uh, sent to me via Instagram, showing the path of an entrepreneur, and it's, you're above ground with, the, with your idea, and then you start to go underground, and you're depressed, <laughs> and just kind of feel like a majority of the graph is underground, you know? <laughs> You That's know, right. and, then, and then all of a sudden you, you, you find something and then you're crawling out of the ground and you're reaching the sky, which is not our limit. We go beyond the sky, obviously. So, um, so yeah, so anyone who is struggling in business, especially in the beginning, um, it's common. You're going to spend your life underground for a very long time. It's very rare when you don't have uh, it's very rare that you just, you know, hit the ball running and, and swing uh, at the first pitch and hit a home run, you know. So only only people who um, make baby steps can hit a grand slam because you have to set up your bases. And that's how business is. You're just setting up your bases and then you'll hit a grand slam and then you set up your business again. So a lot of my failures, Ralph, um, were just that I, I look at them as just setting up so one uh example um is just the whole idea of what type of business am i going to do um one of the uh, issues that i ran into was my own fear my own insecurities ralph i would not talk to you i would start a business and not talk to you um and that hurt me i had a business back in 2008 and that's the scary year (laughs) <laughs> almost like 2020 right right so if you say 2008 you gotta think about 2020 <laughs> so i had a business in 2008 and um and if i did then what i am doing now i would be able to i would have succeeded um, but i would only talk to people over the phone but i would not get out of my chair and talk to people and because of that when the recession hit i did not know how to pivot i did not know how to um change um, directions for my business i was a unilateral salesperson. the only way that i was making sales was through social media and through phone calls only i would not meet with someone on zoom well there was no such thing as zoom but i would not have done this um, i would not have you know went and meet you at a restaurant i know that's your style you like to get out and meet somebody face to face you know um, those are the things that hurt my business so it was basically figuring out how to run a business and making sure that i am in the right business um, that's going to help me uh, where i can leverage my strengths and also i i had issues with um over delegating because sometimes you delegate so much that you don't that you become lazy (laughs) you don't do things So that was one of the earlier um, issues that I experienced with business when I had uh, a a company that crashed and burned in 2008. And then I had another one where now I've learned how to pivot. And here I am in 2018 rolling into 2019 and then life happens. You You hear a lot of business owners give up because life happens. And Ralph, I was involved with two car accidents in the same year that both, both of those accident, accidents totaled out my vehicles and I was in rehab for six months. But guess what? That's not an excuse. That's not an excuse. I still worked to the best of my ability because the first thing I thought about was what had occurred in 2008 when I didn't know how to pivot, but I learned from that mistake, right? I set up a base. So now in 2019, I'm like, okay, now I'm in life issues. (laughs) What do I do? So I learned how to overcome that. And because of that, since I learned how to pivot, I was able to create something new and delegate appropriately. And now what happens in 2020, You know, we have more issues, right? And 2020 reminds me so much more of 2008. And again, I set up more bases. So I'm waiting, and I'm owed a grand slam, Ralph, in 2021. (laughs) This
0: is your your year, man.
1: I feel like my bases are pretty much loaded.
0: (laughs) So... That, that's, that's an amazing story. I did not know any of that, that's, uh, yeah. and that's a, that's a great story too. So let, let's touch on this for a minute because uh, I think you're going to know how important these are. How, tell us about relationships that you have with people. Tell us, in your opinion, how important it is to develop relationships, keep them solid, uh, to help you and mentor you, and, and, mm-hmm. and just, to, just to be there if you need people. I mean, that yeah, a real so, big deal? Yeah,
1: that's something that I had to learn, Ralph. So this is really my first time really developing, like, good relationships. I'm, I'm an introvert. I, I'm a beta male, and I know a lot of guys who are listening, <laughs> like, are you kidding me? It's like, no, I, my natural state is beta. My natural state is I'll sit in a corner with a book. I'd rather study, um, watch a movie, listen to music by myself. You know, my wife has to grab my attention at times, you know, um, so I'm that guy. So this is something that I've learned over the years is to use a gift that I have, which I I feel like I know how to hold a conversation. I think I know how to meet people and be friendly. Um, I just have a tendency not to <laughs> come out, you know, of my shell. Um, so, this is really my first time, my first season, really establishing relationships for the sake of my personal growth. So one of those relationships is with a pastor and I will always run from a pastor, by the way, who doesn't run from a pastor? <laughs> right, so, so I'm like, here it is. I'm building a relationship with a pastor. And this was back in 2014. Um, I'm joining the church or whatever, and I, I'm part of this church community, and I'm trying to come out of my shell because they want you to speak to everyone and be friendly. <laughs> so here I am, I'm doing this. But I'm building relationships that are meaningful for the first time. And this pastor that I befriended years ago, if it wasn't for him, uh, his name is Eric Wooten, by the way. If it wasn't for him, um he i would not have had a proper space for me to talk about my dream like my radio station power 77 radio the whole idea came about from a group setting we would meet every friday it would be me the pastor and several other um uh men we would talk about personal issues and goals and dreams, et cetera. And if it wasn't for this group that we would meet every Friday morning before I would go to my nine to five, I would not have had the space, the encouragement. Uh, I would not have been challenged to to say, I'm going to create this business and I'm going to make it work. That accountability and that relationship was huge. And now this pastor is one of my on-air personalities for a podcast that I'm producing called The Relationshop. And, and that is phenomenal because his following is now my following. <laughs> he has a pretty <laughs> decent following, you know? So um, so no, relationships are important. And I try not to beat myself up, Ralph, because you know we all have a purpose and time when we learn and, and, and grow. Uh, but if I had learned that years ago when I had my business back in 2008, I think I would be, you know, I would not have lost that business, but I'm grateful for the lessons that I've learned.
0: Well, to say that you have broken your glass ceiling is again, uh, quite an accomplishment. There are not many people uh, that, that you know, can can say what you've what you've what they've accomplished like you have quite quite remarkable let's kind of move forward to today a little bit how how did you uh how did you get involved with developing podcasts and websites and blogs and youtube (laughs) because uh that is huge right now obviously and and it will continue Especially oh, yes. during, the, during the lockdowns that we have. Tell, tell us about that path.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, early in my, um, in, in businesses, I, I learned how to build my own website. So I was mm-hmm. building websites when, before the internet even became super popular, I taught myself HTML. Uh, I, I haven't kept all of that up, but that's where that passion of me creating websites came from. Um, I was cheap. As an entrepreneur, I wore many hats and I did everything on my own. So that's how I learned how to build a website and and, and blogging came after that. Um, now, podcasting, Ralph, now look, you're going to get mad at me for this, but I did not like podcasting. I am a radio purist. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a radio purist, you know. Um, I, I appreciate the 18 wheelers and the truckers who are on the CB radio. I feel like I respect those guys a lot because that's pure radio. Except you're hurting
0: my radio. feeling. <laughs> my feeling is hurt.
1: <laughs> I'm telling you, like, that's how I was. But then I, 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 you know, but but, you know, whenever you point the finger at somebody else, you're pointing more fingers back at yourself, right? So then I realized that radio, you know, I had to remember radio, um, wasn't the originator. It really was those CB guys. You know, they're the ones who really put radio out there and, and they're more pure than what radio is or, or was. And look at radio today. Um, no one wants to turn it on because it's so commercialized. So I was being a hypocrite. So then I looked into the podcast culture and I realized, you know what? Podcasting is the, today is no different than how the ham radio was. Uh, in that industry, the CB radio, like the podcast generation, the people who are using podcasting, they're the purest. You're currently the purist. And I am the um, uh, the the I wouldn't say the old fashioned, but I'm the commercialized person that you're running away from, you know, and and that hurt my feelings <laughs> when I learned that. So then I said, OK, let me put my pride down. Let me learn podcasting and understand the culture behind this. Um, And then I said, okay, I see that these, this is where a true passion is. This is like you're going to a high school game or a college game and it's not about the money. It's not about, you know, um, slam dunking, et cetera. It's about, hey, I have a great message and I just want to get it out and help people. And that's the culture of podcasting. And I said, okay, I want to be a part of this culture I'll teach the the fundamentals, but I don't want to take away from the passion because that is going to happen in podcasting. A lot of the major uh, networks are going to get involved and they're going to commercialize podcasting and guess what's going to happen? The passionate people are going to move on to another platform. So I'm a purist and I like to, and I think I'm a conservative at times as well. So so now I found my niche, if you will, into podcasting where I want to help you do it the right way as far as sounding equivalent to a commercial production, but I still want to keep that CB ham experience for the listener and for the podcaster as well. Cause I think that is totally
0: needed. Right. Right. Awesome, man. Awesome. Well, Maude, let me ask you, if you, uh, being the entrepreneur that, that you are, if you were to uh, run into, uh, well, let's let's put it this way. If you had a young wannabe entrepreneur, that they're, yes. they're, they're working the J-O-B, but they wanna make a run for themselves, make a mark in the world, what is some of the advice that you would give a brand new wannabe entrepreneur?
1: Gosh, okay, so um, I give you three things. Three things, okay, number one, Uh, Before you even get started, um, immerse yourself in the actual um, idea that you want to do, like the business idea. Um, So if you want to, for example, you want to get into retail and you want to sell clothing, then you need to hang around people in retail. You're going to want to read books on retail, listen to podcasts on retail. Anything dealing with retail, you want to just be a part of that. Um, go work at a retail store. You know, uh, I'm, you receive the most experience when you work in the actual field that you want to, you know, have a business. Um, that's why I do well in my business. I've worked in radio for over 10 years. <laughs> so it comes natural to me, right? So if you're to get started, then just dive into your field and study it and, and actually work in it and get paid. And I say work in it and get paid because now you can have recurring revenue. You know, you make some money in your field. Then, you, then the second thing that you'll do is you'll take that 10% of your money and put it into your business, open up a business account and put it into your business. So now your business Is receiving reoccurring revenue. So, number one, you're making money from working in your field. You should be happy about that. And number two, you're taking ten percent of your money and putting that into your business. So now your business is making money, and you haven't even sold anything yet, right? Yeah. So, so you're sewing and and investing in your own business, right? So then, the third thing that you're going to want to do is apply your business. (laughs) Actually, do your business. And and when you and when you when you run your business, um, you're gonna want to make sure you have a good team of individuals around you, mentors, or uh, however way you're going to, you know, promote it. Like find like a course or something like that that can actually take you through the process of running your business. Um, you know, a lot of businesses actually have like a built-in infrastructure. Like if you want to start a real estate. Uh, Business it's already Set set up for you you know (laughs) you just Gotta follow the path so a Lot of businesses are like that Um, You know the only time a business Isn't set up like that is if you're Like a consultant or something like that A lot of those businesses don't really have A lot of um, And and they still do have you know Templates and stuff that you can follow so I kind of scratch take that back but there are Some businesses that don't have a Model that's flat out where you have to Create it as you go along um, but for the most part, a business has a step one, step two, step three. And if you just follow that and you have money, you know, that you're putting into your business every, every month, um, make sure you stay below your means. 70% of the money is what you spend, leave 30% as rollover. That will grow. So think of it. So here's, here's, let's use this practical. So let's say you want to start a real estate business, right? Then the first thing you're going to want to do. Is work somewhere in the real estate industry so guess what you either get your real estate license or maybe work as a bird dogger um, or just work somewhere in the field you don't even have to get your license you can still work near the real estate industry right Um, so work somewhere near the field so now you're making money in the field and you're learning while you're working in the field so now after that you take um, a percentage of your income, let's just say you $90 every two weeks. So now you're making $180 every, every month. And you put that into your, into your business. So now you're ready to get your real estate license, but you wait three months. So now you got like just under 600 bucks in your business account and you can go ahead and get your real estate license and you still have money left over. Because remember, as you get in your real estate license, you're putting $190 in your bank account every single month. As you're growing your business account, you're learning and getting your real estate license. And you're still learning because you're working in the field. So after about, wait, how long does it take to get your license? Like three months or so? So then after you get your license, you can go ahead and start your business. You already have the contacts and people you're working with. You already have a little bit of a nest egg where if you need to pay for your license, you can pay for your brokerage fee and stuff like that you can start growing. And as you're waiting for your first home to sell, guess what? You're still putting money into your real estate business because you're putting that in there every two months. So I feel like if real estate agents that got started would do that, then you wouldn't have a lot of semi-part-time um, real estate agents that give up because like the the percentage of real estate agents are so high, but they but so many of them give up because they don't have that solid foundation to kind of get them started. So that's the model that I would recommend for anyone who wants to get started with the business
0: right right great advice great advice so for our listeners uh, I'd like to give you all uh, a challenge great information Ahmad fantastic yes, Thank uh, you, you know think think about what you want to do if you want to pursue the life of an entrepreneur you, you need to you need to set a plan you need to go and and find a, a niche that you wanna participate in and put a business plan together. They've got plenty of, 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 of those particular business plans online. Just be careful which one you get. And, uh, and map it out, put some thought into it. I, I give you that challenge to move forward. Do not hesitate because it is indeed a great lifestyle. Um, Ahmad, let me ask you, if somebody out there that's listening right now, if they wanna to talk to you about a website about a blog about this or that where would they get a hold of them on? well yes i actually uh you can find me um
1: you can go to my website at power77studios.com and again the studio has a plethora of services so you can schedule a what we call is a pre-production call um, so this is even if you want to do a website a podcast a youtube or anything that you want to do uh you can we call the, all of that a pre-production call because we're going to produce for you, okay? Um, so, yeah, so you can go to power77studios.com, schedule a call with us, uh, to take you through our Kalinly, cal- is that how you pronounce that? I always yeah. have a, I get tongue-tied every single time. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's a tough one. Kalinly, yes, C- it is. C- Candly, I believe, or whatever. Candly, whatever you want to call it. Like, I don't yeah. know if
1: that's really good. Brand. I mean, they're phenomenal, but... But like maybe a different name would have been better. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, so you can set it up. Uh, takes you through that uh, calendar, and we'll we'll have a one on one. Maybe we can talk to you still about creating a webinar, etc. In addition to your website and your blog, because you still want to send people to you and have a production, uh, a professional all around media uh, house to do it for you. And that's what we look at. We look at the overall deal. So
0: yeah if you if you want to uh, have a presence online i highly highly recommend that you connect with mod you you guys get online and and talk about some of the things that you want to achieve and and he will certainly uh, give you the 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 right direction so my friend it 's been great talking with you likewise uh, yes i uh, I think it was very productive for our listeners the The value that you brought to the table was awesome. And, uh, again, if you're an entrepreneur out there, uh, just stick with it. Uh, you know, let the doors slam you in the face, but just don't (laughs) let it knock you down and you stay, my friend, have a terrific day. We really appreciate you being on the call today and, uh, we will see you soon. Yes, thank you. And I will be working on your blog later today. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> thank you so right. much.
1: You're welcome. Thank you, Ralph, for having me. Have a good one.
0: All right, bye-bye. All right,
1: bye bye.